0: May take your seats. It's good to see you all. As Tom said, it, this preach happened about two weeks ago. Do you remember? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago is when we could hug people. Do, do you remember that? Two weeks ago is when some of you didn't wash your hands after the toilet. That's all gone, gone too, isn't it? Two weeks ago was a long, long time ago. And I, one pastor Julian said to me, "Oh, I'm away." Can you preach? And he asked me, he said, what sort of things are you going to preach on? And me, I thought, well, I've got this one and this one. I had three, actually. And he said, no, do this one. And this is the one I'm doing today. And when I tell you what the title is, you're going to smile because you're going to see how relevant it is. The title today is When Fear Comes. When Fear Comes Knocking direct you this morning church I said in the meeting when we all got together I said let's make it the best I love Katie this the best of the best this is gonna be the best of the best so can I say to you get your phones out I'm gonna believe you're writing down the Bible verses okay and not on Facebook and social media but I'm gonna agree Agree with that, but do you know what? Also is really important. Today is a day when we let inhibitions go. Okay. So if you agree with something that I'm saying, you agree in my pe- preach. You can just shout. Okay. Yes. Nobody get upset. You can stand on your feet and you can amen. This is the week. This is the week. This is like a Christmas and an Easter. We're getting together. This is our community. This is our tribe. it's rearing its head. And it's keeping some of us captive. And this was even before the virus. This is how I was going to preach. It's before the virus really came in. So I think fear breeds. Just like the virus breeds, I think fear breeds. It just fear upon fear upon fear upon fear. So I'm going to touch on some things, and not all about the virus i'm going to touch on those things that you are concerned on those things that you're focusing on those fears those anxieties and obviously what is happening in this world which is crazy but can i just declare a few things out first let's declare our god is good he is faithful he's in control he will never leave us nor forsake us and in Joshua 1 9 it says have I not commanded you be strong be strong and courageous do not be afraid do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go I am gonna (laughs) pray for you guys father right now i know the weight of this word is upon my spirit father i pray for myself that i communicate it well father i pray that you we are going to see captives set free this morning we declare that fear has no home in the house of god this morning so father i pray for people to have open hearts I pray for people to have open ears to hear. In Jesus' name. And everyone said? Your yeah. You're good. You're loud and noisy. I love it. So, we have to acknowledge there may be fear around you. Here comes my first point. But fear does not have to have you. Okay? There's fear around, but it doesn't have to have you. Fear does not have Need to have you. Great, but why is it our default? Why does fear, anxiety, and worry come and knock on our door? Do you know we're not alone? If you look through the Bible, you can see some things. I've got some people here. Moses, oh, Moses, yeah. pedestal Moses. He was afraid to leave his cozy, comfortable shepherd's life and confront Pharaoh. What about Jonah? He was afraid of God's command, and he ran away and he had to be swallowed by a fish. And then, Pastor Julian, if you haven't heard this preach, what about Elijah with Jezebel? He ran. We're not alone. We're not alone in sometimes feeling fearful. But do you know what? Fear needs to be driven from our lives. Do you know what? Let me tell you another little nugget. And if you want to, this is the sort of things that you should be writing down. These are the things in the next couple of weeks that you're going to be telling other people. Because it's, we are the hope carriers. We are the faith carriers. We're not the fear carriers. We are the faith. We are the church on a hill. The light in the darkness. Okay, I want to tell you something. Do you know what? Fear is not your friend. Fear is not your friend. And I want to t- you to turn to the people on your left and your right and you declare over them, Fear is not your friend. Yes. And I want to acknowledge this lovely dining room table. If you know me well, you know that Eads love food. My holidays can actually rise and fall on bad food. It's all about food in the family. I have actually produced two boys who are exactly the same. Yes! And they love their food as well. And we just love good food. But I bring friends to my table. I bring friends to my table. And I'm going to be asking you who you're inviting to your table. Because remember, fear
1: is not your friend
0: seem to have invited fear, haven't we, sometimes? And it's cousins. you know fear has some cousins? They're called worry and anxiety. we invite them to come and eat with us. Come along. Come along. Eat with me at my table. So for those of you who are thinking, does this really matter? I'm going to tell you what fear does to you. It will produce real, fear will produce real physical symptoms. Dizziness. Stomach aches. Rapid heartbeat, tingling in your hands and feet, chest pressure, shortness of breath, trembling, much, much more. These symptoms will put your body under pressure. God is not a God who wants you to feel under pressure. We are living in freedom. That is not freedom. And medically, too, doesn't do your immune system any good. Okay? We don't want fear. Fear is not our friend. And what does it do to us as a Christian? Well, it can make us lose our way, our direction in life, our purpose, and our destiny, and we lose sight of God. And it isolates us in the God sense, not the virus sense. And we lose our peace and joy. God, fe- fear is not our friend, not when it does those things to our body and to our christian walk because i looking around i know some of you really well and i know that you want to be everything that god has called for you to be you have a purpose and a destiny you do not want it veering off because of fear and being set being a captive to fear god wants us to walk in faith but the devil wants us to walk in fear always know where it's coming from so we've obviously got the fears over the next few last few weeks but also let's go back to when life was normal okay because sometimes those were the fears that we were carrying about and because we've got those fears they've bred a fear of the virus and sometimes we need to be set free of those fears that we've carried around maybe for years and years and years remember the virus has only been here really setting us off into fear for about two weeks but there's other things that we've been been carrying about fears for years and years and years and can I just declare over you today is a day of freedom today you're going to be set free today we're going to see the captives set free of fear so what sort of fears so it could be our children oh what school are they going to get to oh you know what they're going to grow up to be like oh do you think there's something wrong with my children maybe there's marriages Maybe you've got a fear of abandonment, and so you're always controlling in your marriage. Maybe the finances, oh, you know, it's all very good, but what what happens if this happens? What happens if that happens? What about your career? Sometimes we have fears about the way we look. Maybe you have fears about, are we ever going to find that special someone? Am I always going to be single? I've got a fear of always being single. Maybe there's health issues too. Ooh, what's going on? And I'm not talking about the virus again, I'm talking about those health issues, those bumps, those lumps, those things, those pains, and suddenly we've got a fear, is this, is this not, is this. What about things like, and every single one of them is real to a person, so we might smile at this one, driving on the motorway, but you know people will have, do you remember what I said, the sweaty hands, the breathlessness, that's a fear, what about talking on the phone? I have known a lot of people who've had a fear of talking on the phone. Oh, I don't. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> Just telling you that, but you all knew it anyway. So, I want to say to you, church, who have you invited to your table? Who have you said, come in and sit with me? I want you to come and eat with me. Because if you haven't realised... The table is a picture of your mind. So who have you said, come and eat? Come and eat. Who have you made your friend that shouldn't be your friend? Do you know how it happens? Because I want to tell you how this all happens so you can be ready. I'm going to equip you this morning so you know where it's coming from. It all starts with a suggestion. And I can prove this in Genesis 3 verse 1. Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? Do you know, we might think that FOMO is a modern day stuff. It isn't. It's there in Genesis. The fear of missing out or not experiencing something. Can I tell you, our God is a creator God. Yes. Satan can't create anything. He'll use the old tricks on you every single time. Yes. The whispers in your ear, the suggestions. You know, even on a good day, you walk out the doctors and your health report's really good. And I have had this said to me. And I said, like, praise God, it's okay. Yeah, I know, but... Do you think it was right? Uh, did they do the test correctly? Because, you know, I've still got this pain about here. Suggestion, suggestion, suggestion. The friend, and I've had this happen too, who comments on a mole. Oh, that's an unusual mole. They might be just saying, do you know, your mole looks like Italy. You know, you don't know, do you? (laughs) Or they might be actually saying it very kindly, that's a huge mole. I don't know the suggestion oh, My skin cancer. Oh, what's the matter with my mole? we go home. oh, Google oh. and Google. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. 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 What about the Instagram photos that suggests you were left out of a friend's get-together? <gasps> I was left out. That means they don't like me. That means I've lost my friends. That means) I'm going to be abandoned I'm, 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 I'm fearful I'm going to be abandoned you know obviously they're not my friends who can I trust <laughs> <laughs> actually that was five years ago and you didn't know that person because we all do pictures especially if they do don't make put them back on Instagram <laughs> it's a suggestion it's a suggestion what about the boss having coffee and you're in there looking and suddenly the boss <laughs> like a coffee with you walks off with the person it's like that's it i am not got my promotion. Suggestion. I'm not going prom- to get that promotion. <gasps> perhaps. perhaps. Perhaps we don't need two of us. Perhaps that's it. I'm going to lose my job. Oh, my goodness. If I lose my job, I'm going to lose my house. Oh, my goodness. My children are going to be on the street. Oh, my goodness. All from one suggestion. Do you know, the boss could be having coffee because he needs to just say to that person you're working with, actually, you're not doing a good job. You know, you need to be more like, mm-mm but we immediately default to the negative. He also suggests that God's promises he's given us will not come to pass. Can I tell you, and I hope they're coming up behind me. Here we go. For God has not given us a spirit of fear. It's a promise, church. You need to get excited. He has not given us a spirit of fear but the power of love. And a sound mind. And we need a sound mind in these times. We need wisdom in these times. We need to know what we're doing as born-again Christians. Do you know, if we don't check the suggestion, So there are only suggestions. They're not there yet. But do you know what the devil wants? He wants to make them a fact. And at the minute they're a fact... You've done something. You have invited them to your table. So in your mind, there is now fear. In your mind, around your table, there is now worry. In your mind, there is now anxiety. And you've told them, come and have dinner with me. Because I'm going to listen to you. Because do you think when you do your, have your dinner parties with your friends, do you not listen to them? I do. You chat. You listen. I'm listening to this now. This is it. This is my friends. Hi, worry. I fear. Hi, anxiety. I'm hanging with you now. You have invited them to your table. So, church, if you've got a suggestion, you need to deal with it now before you invite them to your table and it becomes a fact. So, here we go. I've had a few chest pains. Suggestion, ooh, I'm probably going to get heart disease. And then the devil drops in a fact, all your family have. And we're starting to make it true in our lives. There's a truth about this. The only truth we need, church, is God's truth. And we're being conned by the devil's truths. Your family line is overridden by the blood of, line of Jesus, and he is our healer. No weapon, no weapon shall prosper against us. Oh, my boss is moving people around. Suggestion, you might lose your job, your house, and then you see on the TV, we're on a financial slump. Another lie. It's a fact, and the facts sometimes are real, but it's a lie, and the devil will use it. Our God is our provider, Jehovah Jireh. So I quickly want to go through, what fears are you fighting, and what facts are lying to you? I want to ask you that. So what fears are you fighting this moment, this morning, and what facts? And suggestions are lying to you. Because you know what? I'm going to say again. God wants you free. God wants you free of all the fears and the lies and the worry and the anxiety. So when fear comes knocking, what do I do? Do you know, you just need to recognise. And that's why I wanted to talk to you about the suggestions. Recognise what's going on as maybe... They're trying to get into the table. What is going on in your head? This time, we really need to be strong. And what's going on? We need to take every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Yes. Thank you, media team. You're excellent. Because these people need these. I need these verses. Number two, you need to shut the door. Jam the letterbox down. Don't listen to the suggestions. Submit it to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Don't let it in. This is, this is the bit. Those suggestions, stop them. No, I know what this is. I know what's happening. I know this is a suggestion from the devil. Ah, uh, 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 I'm shutting the door. I'm running from it. And don't hide. We are not hiding people in City Church. We are warriors. We are strong. We will battle strongly. It says in Ephesians, and I'm taking it from the Passion Version, um, in every battle, take faith as your wraparound shield for it is able to extinguish the blazing arrows coming at you from the evil one. Get your shield of faith. If you can't remember any, anything of the arm of God, today you need the shield of faith. It quenches the fiery darts. Ooh, fiery dart. Funny-looking mulch. Gong. Ooh, your boss might sack you. Ooh, I've got this really odd pain about here. Gong. I don't know what's going to happen with my children. I don't think they're going to get into that school. And that other school's... Gong. Uh, Bring your faith. Bring your faith up, bring your shield up, because we are people of faith, not of fear. Yes. And when we get to that point of faith, do you know what we do? We uninvite worry. Ooh, I, I wish I could throw that probably. And we uninvite fear and we uninvite anxiety, you need to get excited, some of you are doing it this moment, come on, you're uninviting fear, you're uninviting anxiety, you're uninviting worry, and are not invited anymore, and then, you invite something very special, Faith, you're invited to my table, And I'm actually going to sit with you, Faith. Because I want to hear what you've got to say. I want you, Faith. Because this is what I need. I don't need those. Faith, you're my friend. So what can we do to prioritise faith? I love that word, prioritise. That's what we've got to be doing at this present time. Prioritising our faith. Do you know, we need to renew our minds. Yeah. Can I just say, we need to ration the amount of TV, newspaper and yes. social media. Yes. Yes. If you've got some odd things on your social media, delete them now. I'm, I, my social media, I love a bit of Instagram, but I've got probably most of the pastors on there. I've got the Christian ones. Anything that I think, no, I don't want to, I don't want to be seeing that. Yeah. I'm renewing my mind. And even this morning, I went through the newspaper because I've got it on my I- iPad and I flicked and I saw some stuff. I thought, no. I'm not looking at that anymore. I want to know. We've got to be wise. We're not going to put our heads in the sand. Really hear me. We're not putting our heads in the sand. But we're just going to just ration what we're looking at. Because we don't want any suggestions. Yeah. Because oh. going to invite them back. We don't want to do that. We want faith at our table. Do you know what? It's not about what the newspapers say. It's what my God says. It's what my God says. Does anybody agree me in the house? It's It's what our God says. It's what our God says at this time. And we need to put the promises and the truth of God over the lies. It's not about us. It's all about God. It's not about us, what we're feeling. It's about God and what God can do. It's about what God can do. I have two scriptures here. Do not let your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe in me. John 14, verse 1. Peace, I leave you. My peace, I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. And do not be afraid, John 14. The lies that are coming at us, let's put the word of God over. It's the truth, it's the light. Let's speak faith too. Let's speak bigger people in some of these conversations. We are, we have hope in us. This is the most amazing time for the church. There are people out there and they are looking for hope. They are feared, they are fearful, they are scared. If you look at the supermarkets, (laughs) that's it, isn't it? There are very, very scared people. But we have got faith. We have got hope. We need to be talking to people. We need to be speaking faith to ourselves, to other Christians, but also to our friends who don't know Jesus Christ. So be the bigger person in the conversation. Speak faith and hope. And Just not over the virus, over your personal situations. Speak it over them. Also, pray. I saw this Instagram uh, thing just this morning, so I just wrote it at the top of my notes, and it's from Judith Smith. Courage is fear that has said its prayers. Don't you love it? Courage is fear that has said its prayers. Our courage is in God. Can anybody amend me on that? It's your courage in God. But we need to be praying. What a great time to start praying as a family. Maybe you've always said, oh, we do. I mean, it's a bit ad hoc. Now's the time to start praying. Start praying through your small groups. Start praying. 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 That will stop the, su- su- uh, the suggestions coming and the facts coming and we can be living in the faith. And without anything, any cactus, anything that Satan wants to put on us, we will live in complete freedom. And then,, <laughs> don't separate yourself, which just goes against everything the government says, which isn't what I'm saying. OK? Yes? You do need You do need to isolate yourself, and you know with the government thing, but don't separate yourself. And I took this off another. Instagram, because sometimes people just say it better than I can say it. So I'll just, I just nick it sometimes. So it says, isolate, isolate socially, but don't isolate emotionally or spiritually. The way to get through this is to make it not about you. Check on any elderly family or friends, make sure they have everything they need. Scan your mind for people who might need your help. I love this bit. Protect your tribe. Come on, Gate Church. We're going to protect our tribe. We're going to protect them in our small groups, in our teams, in the staff, in all of them. We're going to protect you. We're going to protect you because we're going to be praying for you guys. And we're going to protect. I put this is a time for the church to rise up and be the hope in our communities, families, and friends. This is when we're going to say no to fear. And I'm going to ask the band to come up. And I'm going to just tell you a story. I'm going to tell you a story about a man called Barabbas. Yeah, he's that one. Yeah, I'm going to tell you a story about that one. Um, And I'm going to tell you on the story on the day that he was waiting to be executed. I want you to just imagine it. If you've got a little bit of imagination, maybe you can just imagine it. He was in his prison cell. And as he looked out the window on that day, as the the sun came up and he thought, this is the day. This is the day that I'm going to be executed. (coughs) Don't tell me he wasn't fearful. Don't tell me he didn't have sweaty palms as he walks up and down that prison thinking, this is the day. Can I ask you what your prison is? What are you walking up and down what have you got sweaty palms about? What's your heart beating about? What is the prison? Where are you trapped? Suddenly, there's a noise, and the guard is walking down to Barabbas. He's going to be executed. He's going to be crucified. When have we heard footsteps outside our prison? Maybe it's telling the, bo- the boss, you can, the boss is going to walk into the office. And he's going to fire me. Maybe it's the doctor with your health report walking down. Maybe it's the spouse and you're wondering if your marriage is going to keep going and you're going to be abandoned. Maybe it's the bank manager walking down to tell you your finances are not in a good place. Maybe it's the child who is going to tell you what you've been dreading. But you know in this story, what happens is the door opens. The guard pushes the door open. He looks at Barabbas and says, you're free. You're free. You're free. Because Jesus has taken your place. Jesus has come in and he's the one who's going to be crucified. Barabbas, go now. And I want to tell you this morning the prison door is open because Jesus has taken your place this morning. For you not to fear, to not be captive, to not be trapped, today, we're going to just, we're going to sing. We're going to go into that song again. But I want to pray, because I think there's two things that God really wants to do business this morning. He wants to release some people from the prison of fear, worry, and anxiety. And I'm going to ask you, if that's you, I'm going to ask you to do a brave thing. I'm going to ask you just to stand to your feet, because I'm going to pray over you this morning. If there's fear in your life, It is fear getting in, there's worry going on. Look, today isn't the day to be concerned about what? People are gonna think and you can all stand up. And then after they've done that, I'm going to ask a question to some other people. But at this moment, I'm going to pray, lift your hands up. If you want to be set free from worry, anxiety and fear in your life, if you want to be free, you just lift your hands up right now. Father God, right now, I pray in Jesus' name for the captives to be set free.